Hey, everybody. It's YKS. You're listening. You got your headphones in. We got our mics on. The mics are hot. The drinks are cold. Don't touch them. Don't touch the mics or the uh, drinks. Just keep them all separate as possible. Uh, I'm your host, Jesse Farrar. Uh, also, uh, a host is Mike Hale. Hello, it's me. What's crappening? Mike's here. Um, Mike's on, We got Mike on the line. Yeah. For the full hour, Mike Hale. Yeah, limited uh, limited engagement. Can you stick around, Mike? Carved, Can you stick I around? I carved some time out of my schedule to show up today, and uh, let's let's see what happens. You know. Thanks so much for joining us, Mike. No problem. Uh, excited to have you here. Uh, here we are, another another week. What do you what What's going on in Mike Land? Um, uh, nothing, man. <laughs> nothing is going on. Living my life, living my shitty life. So and you're just living. You're just, just like wishing I was dead. You're just living in the world. Yeah, it's another day. Like the the hours go by, the days go by. Then it was weeks. It's like ah, it's the weekend already. It was just, and then it's like ah, it's uh, seems like just last week we had one. Yeah. Every every week it's a new week. Same shit, different day. Um, what I say to it. Yep. So we got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. Uh, mo- I think more than anything, we want to talk about how it's the same shit, different day. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, you want to talk about you want to talk about deja vu. How about our friend Marilyn Manson? Yeah, yeah. Marilyn Manson was just crushed on stage. Marilyn Manson dead at fifty eight. Dead, crushed dead. There was a giant. Uh, what was the prop that? Uh, what happened? So he was doing a. He was performing on stage. He was performing live on stage at a sold out venue, and a prop um, fell on him. Yep, a giant prop axe fell down and cut his head right off. Hmm. You'd think it would be made out of foam or something, but I guess you know he's a stickler for realism. Yeah, and it cost him in the end. Yeah, it really did. But uh, what a show those guys got! Everybody in the crowd just hooting and hollering because they didn't know any better. They thought it was all part of the show. Then they had to come a, on. It was a good thing that um, Gallagher opened for him, so they had those tarps <laughs> up front that they just yeah. pulled out of the seats in front of them. Um, yeah, people thought it was weird when they first announced that bill, Gallagher and uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, but it makes sense in retrospect. Uh, once you realize that Marilyn Manson is going to uh, have his head cut off by a giant uh, axe. Have you... I don't want to uh, go into a tangent here. Talk, I don't about, go, talk I don't, about a crushed melon. I don't want to go into another Gallagher rant like I, I, I always do. No, let's do it. But uh, I looked up Gallagher. I saw what he was doing. If anybody knows anything about Gallagher, he was doing his act with the watermelon smashing and everything. And then, like, uh, his brother or something, uh, Gallagher 2. Yeah, Gallagher 2.0. Started doing the same exact act, because they they look alike. Sure. And uh, I guess they, like, sued, the Gallagher sued him, and they agreed that he could go do Gallagher 2 or something. But he had to indicate that it was Gallagher 2 and all the, like, signage and stuff. It was Gallagher T-O-O is how it was, uh, how it was stylized on, like, all the pamphlets and shit. Um, but now he's, so he's still doing, I guess, comedy and stuff, but his website, if you go to it, I looked it up a couple of weeks ago and his website has like poetry on it and stuff. And it's oh. kind of like a mishmash of just random things. So I don't know. I hope he's doing well. 
but I think he's I think he's like legitimately crazy. I can't think of where I've seen an yeah. interview with him uh, or anything like that. But uh, man, there was something I feel like I read not long ago where he just like fucking went off on somebody. I can't think of what it is now, but uh, yeah. but all these guys who are like uh, flash in the pan, but still have like a long career. You know, like uh, of course Andy Dick is a well known nut job. Mm-hmm. Um, he walked off of uh, WTF, Mark Maron. He walked off of the recording. It. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, I probably would do that too. So that actually that's defensible in retrospect. What, what the fuck is up? Uh, what the fuckers? What the what the fuck heads? What the fuck buddies? I'm, s- fuck? I'm sitting here with my cats. I'm looking at my cats. I'm the, in the cat cat. What is it? Cat uh, cat ranch. I'm in the cat ranch. Barack Obama is here as well. We'll get to him in just a minute. But first, my cat. I got Barack Obama on his show. You know who uh, we had? We had uh, Gary Anderson. So. Well, Gary's uh, Gary arguably has a better foreign policy record. <laughs> I will say you got to give give credit where it's due. The man knows a thing or two about apartheid. So, so the the interview with Mark Maron turned contentious when Mark Maron and Gallagher started talking about accusations that Gallagher's recent comedy is racist and homophobic, ultimately leading to Gallagher. I wouldn't see that from Gallagher. A guy who uh, <laughs> mainly performs to uh, civic centers, uh, or you know, small cities in the fucking in Wapak, Ohio, or something like that. Yeah. Um. So he walked off the show. I hope he's doing well. Hey, well, it sounds like he's doing great. Uh, hey, he, he's uh, he's at least doing better than Marilyn Manson. Have you heard about this Marilyn Manson incident? <laughs> Apparently, this guy was up on stage. A monster truck fell down from the rafters. And crushed mm-hmm. his pelvis. He died. Passed away right on stage. I was I was reading uh, a little a couple seconds ago about the Manson thing. Cause that just broke. That just broke. That's breaking news, right? I mean, You're hearing it here first on YKS. Marilyn Manson dead at the age of fifty eight. <laughs> the the uh, the prop that fell on him because that actually did happen. We're not making it up. The prop that fell on him was a pistol. It was just hanging from the ceiling or something. That's kind of a shitty prop for Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah. F- apparently, when it hit the ground, it fired, uh, piercing <laughs> his his tibia. Uh, bled out on blew stage. A, blew a giant hole in him, and he was walking around. And the drummers in the background, like looking through his uh, hole in his chest, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Um, I would think a better prop would be like a Bible uh, that just says like. This stinks on it or something like that for for Marilyn Manson. Are you pitching uh, Manson props right now? Yeah. Well, not anymore because he's well. He's on. unfortunately he is he is dead. Um, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like uh, what? Like a cross, um, but instead of mm-hmm. Jesus um, on the cross, well, what, what would be up there? Well, um, uh, Kardashian or something like that. Yeah, right. or like an American flag, like we crucified yeah. we crucified the flag, maybe, or maybe it's the Bible. Maybe you put the, I don't know. That's kind of a hat on a hat. I'm not really sure what he'd. He's normally so on point with his messaging. You you kind of don't want to mess it up. Um, yeah, because when you think about Marilyn Manson, what do you think of? You think of, uh, oh, here's a guy who's a lady. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, he's kind of a zombie character. 
I think, yeah, I think zombie. I think zombie when I think Marilyn Manson. That's his whole shtick. He's like uh, walking around, knocking into stuff, and knocking into the rope that's holding the prop, and that's why it fell. Yeah, he's uh, accidentally elbowing the pulley, right, which kicks it out of the locked position. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the bag of sand on the other end falls yeah. down, right, and then it's like a fucking uh, Final Destination type thing where it follows. <laughs> It follows the rope all up in the rafters. And... <laughs> I don't know what we're doing anymore. I don't know what we're talking about. Well, uh, sad news to report as Marilyn Manson, beloved <laughs> rock star, singer, entrepreneur as well, uh, dead at the mm-hmm. age of 58, victim of his own hubris as a mm-hmm. giant prop of himself falls from the rafters, uh, crushing his neck and throat. In a spray of blood that cascaded over the audience. Marilyn Manson, dead at 58. You mentioned he was an entrepreneur, and I wanted to point that out because he did create the thing that we are going to talk about at the top of the thing. We've talked about this before. Uh, the pause pod is back in the news. The pause pod. Remember the pause pod? We've talked about this. Yeah, I think it probably started to take off right when we were talking about it. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you trace... Mar- Marilyn Manson invented it, so... <laughs> so... That's great. We had kind of had to shoehorn that segue in. It had no other way to do it. And that's the best I could do under short notice. So pause it's pod. It's lucky back that he in did invent it or else it would be really stupid. But it's a good thing he did. As you all know, the pause pod is a collapsible structure that makes a cube-like space uh, covered by fabric. And people can crawl in and out of it. Uh, it's, a, it's a tent for your office. We talked about it before on a previous episode. Uh, it's back in the news now for no discernible reason. It was already funded, so it's not like it, it got funded now and everybody's celebrating and the news is having a cycle. It was already funded a long time ago, but it's back in the news now for some reason. That's um, marketing, baby. So it's a tent uh, with a like a leg hole cut out of it, like a leg, like a sleeping bag section cut out it's of it. It's got an extension um, in there. Like, uh, you know, you yeah. know how, like you put a porch on your house, right? Like if you have a like one of those fancy tents with multiple rooms or something like that, who are you? Who what are you doing with that? First off, you need multiple rooms in your tent. You psycho. I've heard of a tiny house, but this is ridiculous. Uh, this is a tent that you can uh, set up in your little office in your startup, and uh, everyone makes a, the rounds around your office, looking at you through your glass walls in your office, and they're making fun of you behind your back. Uh, because you need a nap in the middle of the day because you're a fucking little child. Uh, it's a tent. It's an office tent. Well, the reason you need a nap is because you work, work, you is, work hard. is hard. You work in a startup. So that means you've got these very bright uh, pops of color all over the walls. Uh, it's very ah. tiring on the eyes to look at that neon green all day. Uh, you're just looking around getting surprised. And I need a safe Plus, space. there's all those free snacks in the break room. And you gotta chew, and your jaw gets tired. I gotta rest my jaw. I'm in there eating like four and five Lara bars at a time, and I get yeah, like just, straight pooped. Just, just hoarding all the fucking Lara bars in your little office. The thing tent. I like about Lara bars is they're not fun to eat, and they taste terrible, and they're not good for you. So that's to me. And they're for they're for ladies. They're for gals. Yeah. It's, it's got all the stuff gals need in it, like uh, hairspray. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's got a little mirror on it. 
the the pause pod was cross posted on Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Super funded because uh, of course it was. Uh, you can go get one now. I think. So I encourage you to go get one. It raised over a million dollars. It's a big piece of shit, and I hate it. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely go pod. grab a pause pod if you work in an office that has a skylight in it. Um, yeah. If you uh, if you work in a place where there's a uh, there's a multicolor beanbag area, you guys can go hang out in. Uh, this would look right at home in a beanbag area, foosball table, right? Yeah. What, like a little fireman's pole? <laughs> This is our. Uh, this is our. What, is, what would the what would what would the ultimate office have in it? In your mind, the Binford Ultimate Office. Yeah, the Binford sixty one hundred. You even office. got the number right. Holy shit! <laughs> um, the man's office. What would be in the man's office? Humidor. Yeah, humidor, and we all know what that is. No need to. Uh, ex- expound well, on what for that the is. gals in the audience. Yeah, go ahead and explain it to the, the gals because the they humidor. Might not you can have a walk-in humidor, which is what I'm thinking of, which is a, a humidity-controlled environment uh, that is uh, tuned to store cigars at the perfect wow. humidity levels uh, to keep them nice and fresh and delicious. Yeah. I hate I hate when you get a cigar and you're puffing on it or whatever. And then you're like, uh, this was obviously not stored in a humidor. <laughs> this was stored in a regular old cigar listen, box. Listen, the reason that cigar boxes are the way that they are is because the the wood that they're made out of does have some minor uh, humidification properties. It stores the moisture in there for a long period of time. But that being said, if you ever saw your grandpappy chewing on a cigarillo, it probably was not uh, the best quality smoke in the whole world. But... Um, but yeah, you gotta have a humidor in there. You gotta walk in in the middle of the day and pick out, you know, a big dank Cohiba and uh, just go to town on it. Make yourself smell awful. Um, get really hyped up uh, because you accidentally inhaled the cigar because uh, you're a startup doofus and you don't know what you're doing. Um, and then come back mm-hmm. out and everybody hates you and stinks. Um, that would be my choice. I never, I never, I never understood cigar smoke. I never got into it. Never tried it. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna try it. I don't. I don't understand the appeal of it. It's. I guess it tastes good. Is is the point of it, right? Good is. Uh... It tastes. It, it tastes good. Uh, assuming and then also some of them, the Cuban ones are illegal or were illegal, but now they're not. So there's even less reason to smoke cigars. It can be fun, man. It can be an enjoyable. You can cut it open. And you can shove a bunch of weed in there. You can't really do that with cigars. You're thinking of like the little the little Dutch masters. <laughs> You're thinking of little backwoods station guys. cigars. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of real, real like a classy stoke. stogues. Yeah, the ones that you you got a metal yeah. cutter and you cut it open and you're wearing like a pink polo and it's a Saturday. That's the kind of plus they look like, they look like dog turds. <laughs> so that's kind of cool too. <laughs> Just, hey man, what are you puffing on? No, it's a dog turd. You thought it was a cigar. It's a. I'm, I'm you gotta put it in a special turn. box because otherwise it'll go, it'll dry out and get white. So yeah. these, are, honey, did you <laughs> did you leave did you leave the dog turd box open when you put the thing? In? <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're all dry and rolling around. This dog turd tastes like tobacco. It's disgusting. <laughs> shit, it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what, what's your what's your submission for uh, best the man's office? 
man's the man's office the best the best office that you could possibly Your dream ever have. come true office besides the one you work in i mean obviously that goes without saying yeah. um okay so my dream office would have a little chair a desk obviously because i'm going to need somewhere to put the computer uh it's gonna oh it's gonna have okay. a computer good um maybe a window mm-hmm. to look out of so cool and uh oh yeah humidor so i can uh so i can store all of my condoms okay. in there and they okay. won't dry well out. the condoms still expire so you you're gonna need to toss those that you've been hanging on to i know you're proud of your your condom for collection real. for real you think there's a guy who collects condoms oh yeah probably oh man what a fool right well, just wasting money on condoms all the time. I I just have the one, and I keep, you wash it, you reuse it, you put it on the dry rack, and uh, you're good really? to go. Really? You know, use a special soap for I that, have, or what? Do I you have do? eight kids. <laughs> I have eight kids because of. Uh... Well, look. I mean, you know, even if you use it a hundred percent properly, it's still got a failure rate. You know, that's not yeah. your fault. Man, what? Just the rattiest, nastiest condom. All right, babe, we're ready. <laughs> just looks like a washcloth. Cool. Well, Mike, uh, why don't we get into the six pack? How about that? Okay. All right. Uh, thanks once again to Drew Toothpaste of toothpasteforddinner.com, the worst things for sale.com. Toothpaste for dinner. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. Uh, let's, let's not go in on the right. man. Um, he doesn't deserve it. But the six pack, uh, for those of you who are just joining the show, uh, this is where we take six Kickstarters. We riff on them uh, to, your, to your delight and amusement. So I hope you enjoy it. We put them under the, the harsh magnifying glass that we that we have. We have a big magnifying glass, and we put them under there. We print them out. We put them under there, and we take normally them we use it to uh, find do. Mike's pecker. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so take it away with your first one, there, Mike. Uh, okay. So we got a lot of. Uh, we got this one like multiple times. Thanks to everybody who submitted uh, this. Also, thanks to everybody who let us know that Marilyn Manson has passed away at the age of 58 <laughs> in a tragic accident on stage. Thousands of fans looked on as a uh, as a prop skeleton uh, dropped from the rafters um, and absolutely crushed both of Manson's hands. Uh, he was not able to call out for help and unfortunately uh, did die. So... Yeah, 59, 59 years, years old. old. Uh, so we got this one a lot. Uh, this one is called Alt Hero, right? It's a, and what Alt Hero is? It's a it's a comic. You you love comics. You love comic books. You're always talking about comic books. Are you talking to me? Uh, I'm talking to whoever will listen to this. Um, I don't know. You maybe I don't. So the, the alt hero is uh, the alt right version of uh, comic books. They got their own comic books now. Got it. They got their own version of everything they're going to come out with. Um, and this this comic book stars a female uh, comic book hero, which is I thought was surprising because alt right and uh, 
Those guys are big pieces of shit. Yeah, that's a strange choice, but I think uh, probably calculated, don't you think? Yeah, it's probably, it's definitely calculated, and it's, they definitely make up for uh, what they give away there with uh, the context of uh, everything else. So, the, the alt hero uh, is a superhero comic starring a female superhero who has a rebel flag on her face because, yeah, of course. Right. Uh, the t- the tagline for this one is storylines, not social justice. Apparently, they're they're angry and marvel for. Uh, I don't know if you kept up with this at all, but they've turned Thor into a woman. They, they well, they didn't turn him. In, the new Thor is a woman. They didn't you know have like a sex change or something <laughs> like that. They had like a. They're making all these new heroes, making all these new changes, and a lot of them are like women focused or whatever. Um, and Disney owns Marvel and all that shit now. Right. You know that. So they they uh, they said, "Hey, no more smoking in comics or movies." Disney yeah. said. So all these guys are pissed off because uh, they want to see the cartoon characters smoke, <laughs> which is, <laughs> of course. Um, it's a new alternative comic series intended to challenge and eventually replace the SJW converged comics of DC and Marvel. So these guys are talking eventually replace. So they're like, we're going to replace these DC and Marvel, uh, institutions that have been in place for what? 80, 80 years or something like that. Yeah. But they've, they've run out of time. Yeah. No, they haven't at all. Uh, Alt Hero is a comic book about a female superhero who wears a rebel flag on her face and presumably goes around town telling women they owe men sex and video games are art. I added that part, so it's not official. <laughs> that's not the okay. That's not the real one. So, but they're they're mad because uh, of all this shit that's going on in the comic book world because there's nothing more important going on in the world than uh, comic books and stuff like that, uh, and they're doing it to really stick it to the SJWs. Uh, the social justice warriors uh, online. These guys are huge pieces of shit. Uh, goes without saying that these guys suck bad. Um, I just find it really hard to believe that anybody believes that this stuff is a problem. I think it's uh, almost across the board, purely just a revenue opportunity for these guys, right? It one thousand percent is right. <clears throat> not to like, not to like go on another tangent, but it's like a. So you have this like base of people, right? There's uh, shut-ins or whatever. These people who are not popular, or like uh, gamer people or whatever, gamergate dudes. Yeah. So you you kind of rally around those dudes because there are there are a lot of them. There are a lot of people who are into this shit, and you say, ah, we got to do something about this. And you uh, have like connections or know-how or something like that to put something together. Something these guys would never do. So you create a product or a cause. Uh, that rallies that all these people can rally behind. So they they get together and they're like, oh, we got to do this shit, even though it doesn't make sense and nobody cares about it. Um, but the thing is, right? Like, so this was created by some guy named Vox Day, which is a great name and definitely a real name. Uh, it's an alt right guy. I don't know anything about him. Um, uh, I don't. I'm I don't sure he'll get a couple of glowing profiles in GQ, and we'll know more about him in the months to come. Right before oh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, blows up a church in his name or something he's a it's i guess he's like a figure a famous figurehead in the alt-right type fucking thing like uh, milo and all those people like that but i checked him out his his pin tweet is a photo of him and a, and a woman 
uh, and the the caption to the tweet says, "She's pretty cute despite being invisible, imaginary, and non-existent." So I guess he put that up so people would believe that he has a girlfriend. Oh well, Her. I guess he's uh, normal then. Yeah, so that's the kind of uh, person you're dealing. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's like uh, that's like Chuck Johnson taking a picture of a turd in a toilet and going like, "Huh, sure does look like a toilet." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. Uh, Chuck Johnson. The, no, I'm gonna get into because okay, so this is this 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 campaign is different in that it's not on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or GoFundMe or anything like that. It's on something called Freestarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the coffee for Freestarter. Freestarter is the world's first comprehensive crowdfunding platform with an absolute free speech guarantee. So these guys are these guys love free speech. Yeah, they do like certain parts of it for sure. Um, and if you're wondering, you know. That's cool. That's the guys uh, started a free speech fucking uh, crowdfunding website. Whatever. Uh, it's created by Chuck C. Johnson and Peter Duke, who are two alt right guys who have graciously taken time out of their busy schedule of looking for Obama's birth certificate <laughs> um, to start a couple of different websites. Like Freestarter is one of them, and We Searcher is another one. It's a crowdfunding website where uh, it's like. Um, how would you describe this? It's like a crowdfunded news tips. They just want people to like rat or uh, provide information or something like that. Uh, users can, but users can also donate money to like legal defense funds for the daily stormer guys who keep getting stabbed uh, for wearing the diehard sandwich board around town. <laughs> um, just walking around. <laughs> ah, this guy's stabbing me. And the Chuck Johnson's like, no problem. We got you. But it's it's for like a, it's it's great, right? It's uh, free speech is cool, uh, but uh, man, this is like the the bad side of free speech, I guess, right? <laughs> it's a double edged sword, baby. Uh, well, boy. that's tinked, but uh, of course it didn't get funded because uh, there's if there's one thing that we know about uh, a stupid alt right uh, online guys, it's that they never put their money where their mouth is. They're way yeah, too they smart they to get scammed out of thousands of dollars, right? They, all these guys, all these gamer guys or whatever, they would never uh, donate to something to prove a point, <laughs> right? Uh, $55,000 of the $25,000 goal, 636 people said, I, this is cool. We got to do this. Yeah, I can't wait to read this comic. <laughs> the uh, The illustrator of the comic had a fucking public meltdown tonight. On Twitter, because people were saying uh, he couldn't draw, because the the illustration that he used for the uh, female superhero has like her hands behind her back for no reason, no reason at all, um, which is like a telltale sign that you just can't draw hands. But um, he had a fucking meltdown and uh, cried on online. Well, she was probably just reaching for a couple of cigarettes. Yeah, right? <laughs> she was. She was yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's funny that they're like a, oh, SJWs and uh, keep the politics uh, and stuff out of the comics because uh, comics have uh, had a history of that stuff. Like Iron Man dealt with alcoholism, uh, the whole X-Men mutants thing is uh, about racism and stuff like that. Uh, there's an issue of uh, Timely Comics, there's an old comic, where Captain America is punching Hitler. Sure. Of course, they went ahead and, um, and turned him into a Nazi allegory, but yeah, they, they yeah, 
Yeah, they did, right? They uh, they made him work for Hydra, the fucking Nazi uh, people in that. Yeah, really thing. good. But um, but it's a, it's a, it's one it's a grift like it, like every other fucking grift that Chuck C. Johnson and all these turds do, like Milo and all these fucking people. Just another fucking grift. Uh, but it works, and it's gonna work forever because people uh, love getting mad um, and proving a point with their wallet. Yeah, and so. then uh, people on the other side like getting mad uh, and and just not and, doing uh, it. and giving it publicity. And then the yeah. one or two people yeah. who you know hate follow them or are sympathetic, you know, for one thing or another. Um, that gets passed along. It's really cool how you can uh, you can watch it catch fire in real time. Yeah, uh, super exciting that uh, this is where we live. So, all right. Yep. So, what do you got? Uh, well, nothing uh, quite so good as all that. Uh, all I have is a famous rapper um, asking for one million dollars to send satellites mm. into space. Uh, in order to prove that the Earth is, in fact, um, spherical. So uh, this is uh, this is what's this is what's going on in the world now. Um, Puerto Rico is underwater, but uh, we are going to raise uh, one million dollars for a guy who definitely has one million dollars. Um, Talking about rapper B.O.B., a.k.a. Bobby Ray, uh, you've definitely heard his songs, even if you uh, are not like a huge fan of his uh, rapping ability. Um, he did a song with Rivers Cuomo. He did that song Headband with 2 Chains. Um, he's, yeah. he's, he's had a lot uh, the the Shooting Stars song with... Uh, he is the, he is the uh, Earth is Flat guy. He uh, debated yeah. or got into an argument with uh, Neil Tyson, right, about the Earth being flat. He doesn't, he, well, doesn't, he doesn't believe the Earth is round. He does not believe the Earth is round. He believes the Earth is flat. Um, I didn't know that he had beef with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, that's uh, That kind of puts me in a tough position uh, right here. I don't want to take sides between those two guys. <laughs> Um, would like to see him duke it out if at all possible. Yeah, with pistols, just <laughs> shooting each other. Um, so the this guy is a big dumbass. Um, he put up one thousand dollars by himself, which kind of paltry for a million dollar goal. Um, and this is this is just going on my memory because right now Google is totally borked for all of the relevant keywords. My recollection was that someone did this on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or something, you know, sort of like halfway as a joke and put a very small number on it yeah. um, to like prove it to him. And I think that he saw that it was getting some social media traction and then put up one of his own so that he would get the money. Uh, so kudos to him for that. So the the, and the, the, pl the plan is to launch some satellites or something, weather balloons into space so they can prove that the Earth... I would say there is no plan, but that is the stated plan. Because, okay. uh, of course, we don't already have satellites in space, um, or at least non-rapper vetted satellites. I don't know if that... I don't know what his particular issue uh, is with them, because, of course, when you ask for a million dollars, it's best to keep your explanation uh, somewhere south of 100 words. You really don't want to uh, belabor the point as to why you need seven figures um, yeah. as a famous celebrity. 
but that's going to make you feel good to go on here and donate 50 bucks to a, a flat earth dumbass um, when there are so many more people in need of your money and attention. So I hope these people are enjoying themselves and feeling good. Um, the craziest thing about that is is that even if, right, so say they raised the $1 million and they get these like satellites or weather balloons or something like that and they raise... Well, he was going down to the satellite store. Yeah. They raise, they, they shoot this shit into space. They uh, shoot the footage back down and the guy looks at it and he's like, what the, what the hell? And he's, he's like, he's absolutely not going to believe that this shit is fucking round. He's going to like... The the delusion of somebody who believes one of these like conspiracy theories is so fucking thick. It is there's no way that they're gonna like snap out of it. Yeah, this is what's so crucial to the spread and the popularity of conspiracy theories. Is uh, you know you can believe certain um, you can have you can hold minority opinions about factual events, right? You can say. Um, well, you know, uh, uh, JFK, it was a setup. Um, you can you can believe that if you want. Yeah. Um, or you can believe, uh, like a lot of people do, that uh, Michael Jordan was forced out of the NBA uh, for his first retirement due to his uh, gambling problem. That's the one I believe. Yeah, I think that's that's probably true. Um, of course, and you know a lot about the NBA, so you're very familiar with it. Of course, another NBA one is that the. Uh, envelope was uh, frozen or otherwise uh, notched so that um, David Stern would know to pick the Knicks name out of the uh, the lottery so that they could draft Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things Patrick. you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one is that uh, Larry Bird, mm-hmm. uh, part Bird, because <laughs> of the name, is another one that I've heard going around. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. You like uh, how all my references for sports and stuff are from are from the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, a lot you of white guys. Like, you know who I like is that Troy Aikman. <laughs> so anyways, my point is you can believe a lot of these things and that's fine, you go about your life and be a normal person. But for somebody who believes in chemtrails, or for somebody who believes that the earth is flat, or we didn't land on the moon, or um uh, Jesus, I, I I don't even know what, uh, you know, globalist bank, you know, real Alex Jones type shit. It becomes a part of their self-identity, right? This is how they orient themselves in the world is I know X when other people believe Y. Yeah. Um, you know, this is my position in society. This is how I'm relating to the people around me. And if you pull that rug out from under them, it's not just that they're wrong. It's that they're completely lost. Um mm. You know, it would be like somebody telling you, uh, yeah, uh, well, I can't think of anything about you. Uh, but for me, uh, it would be, <laughs> for me, for me, it would be like somebody telling me that my kids aren't my kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, because people that hold these beliefs, beliefs, could have said that about me, but I uh, gotcha. Do you have a, I got a kid. I guess I've met him. <laughs> but there's a, there's always an out for these people, right? Like, uh, cause there has to be, yeah, there's always an escape valve. Yeah. The, the satellites are controlled by whatever, or, uh, well, if that's the case, then how come it doesn't reflect or whatever the fuck, you know, like it's, it's always some dumb shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. There's no point to this other than, um, this guy just wants a million bucks, which he could probably do by like, uh, writing another song and putting it on YouTube or whatever. But, uh, but I guess this is fine too. So, 
4900 bucks of $1 million. Uh, by the way, uh, this is on GoFundMe, which has, of course, become the de facto website for people just uh, trying not to die um, due to health problems. <laughs> um, but this one is about uh, sending space junk into space. So You know one that's uh, absolutely not false is the CIA introducing crack cocaine to urban uh, neighborhoods. You believe that one? And I won't hear otherwise. Yeah. That one is true. Another one that's true is that uh, Pepsi put uh, HIV needles in the uh, cans of Pepsi in the 90s and got everybody sick. That's why I always x-ray my soda. <laughs> I was wondering what that big x-ray machine was in your kitchen, but now... No, I yeah. know. I thought it was just for fun. Yeah, we drink a lot of Pepsi. <laughs> Another true one is that uh, Marilyn Manson had uh, one of his ribs removed so he could uh, better suck his own penis. And uh, actually, coming across the wire right now, unfortunately, Marilyn Manson, <laughs> famous rock star, dead at the age of 58. Now he had them all removed. <laughs> yep, he sure did. Um, JF, moving along here, right? Let me tell you about the Frank phone. Frank phone. Uh, ring, 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 ring. The Frank phone. You got to answer that Boop, or what? Doop, doop, doop. Uh, the Frank phone is a, a phone that was on Indiegogo, uh, but it was it was different, right? It had a like kind of an innovative marketing pitch. Um, the Frank phone. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> The Frank, so you know how the phones you you go and get one from your uh, phone company and uh, uh, they come over and hook it up or whatever whatever they do to the phones these days I don't know I'm like a hundred years old that's the character I just made up <laughs> I was trying to go into that you know how they'll come over and a guy will hook it up to your yeah. house um, no but you, they they charge an arm and a leg <laughs> speaking so, of charging an arm and a leg unfortunately Marilyn Manson dead at the age of fifty eight. They're, uh, the new iPhone is a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, a full you stack. That? You could buy one thousand uh, of whatever at the dollar store, probably. I don't know tax or something. <laughs> tax is not even right. <laughs> you could probably buy ten thousand. The, the the Frank phone. Uh, the Frank phone came out, uh, it was introduced by these dudes in Ottawa, Canada, and they were like, hey, it's just another fucking phone. That's literally the copy that they wrote for this phone. Uh, some more copy examples are, it's about time to disrupt the shit out of the North American smartphone industry. It sounds tough as fuck. You can oh my see God. A, you can see a biker saying that. One of the, one of the hex angels saying that. <laughs> Uh, let's give the big guys a collective middle finger by joining the Frank movement. Frank phone. Uh, it's just another fucking phone, but it only costs you $180. That's the, that's the point of the phone, that it's just a, it's just a regular Android phone. And there are, there there are a lot of these coming out right about now at this 200 or below price point. Um, and you kind of saw them come in with the... Oh, now I'm now I'm going to struggle to think of their names because they're uh, bad names or whatever. Uh, but like uh, I want to say, the Zen Phone is one that's really good but cheap. Uh, the Moto G. So for, some from big manufacturers, and then of course there's the other ones like One Plus. They came out like yeah, a three hundred fifty dollar one. You know, these uh, Asian companies, Huawei or however you say, 
Uh, ZTE Max is $102. The Z Max Pro, $99. Nobody's ever heard of this shit. Just an Android uh, basic-ass phone that you get for your mom or something because she's stupid and she doesn't know what to do. My mom called me today, by the way, uh, and was mad at my stepdad because she got a new phone. She got the iPhone 8. Uh, she forgot her iPhone, uh, her iCloud password. And uh, it it was like, uh, you got to reset your password. My stepdad was trying to help her. And she was like, uh, just fuck it. I just want my old phone. Just refused the new phone and went back to the old phone because she hated uh, remembering a password. That's where we're at. Damn. With these, with these old people. They don't remember a password. So they say, fuck it. Uh, the other one worked just fine. It worked just fine because you've never changed your password in your life. Right. But uh, the fuck of this one, right? I'm hacking uh, your mom right now. <laughs> don't. Don't say. Don't put in the password uh, sweet baby boy Mikey one. Because <laughs> that's not it. The fuck of this one is it was suspended by Indiegogo for what looks like running. They ran like a giveaway contest or something, which was against the TOS or something. That's not even the point. Suspended, yeah, whatever. Um, the fuck of it is, like they, they, all the copy and all the documentation on this thing, they've trumped this up to be. Uh, well, let me read you the description here. As a huge tech geek and design aficionado, Mo, I guess the guy who created this, couldn't design just any phone. It had to be beautiful, hot. And he spells it H A W T because, of course, just corny asshole uh sexy or something along those lines ultimately it needed to sell so he decided to create a phone with two simple values in mind high tech and low cost um after many design variations models prototypes and a few fights with the whiteboard he was able to strike a good balance between build quality and design quality uh he crossed a combination that had a sleek aluminum build no camera bump in a thin chassis that was packed with specs. So this guy's like talking about like, uh, they went through all this design process or whatever. Uh, they didn't do that at all. It's a, it's a phone that they found from a manufacturer on Alibaba, uh, our old friend. So it's a, it's a resell. Oh, is that true? You know that for a fact or are you just guessing? No, they, they so this has been like documented. Uh, there's a, I think there's a website called uh, dropkick or something like that, that, did like a big fucking investigation into it. Um, but it's 100% the same model. Like somebody found the model of phone on Alibaba that they used. And so like they copped to it. They were, they released a statement like, yeah, we did. We, we found this manufacturer over in fucking China or something. Uh, but they, we, we, we approached that uh, manufacturer and we said, we want to make some changes to your thing and we want to sell it for $180. That's fine. That's business. Yeah, that's business. But the fact that they like intentionally lied to people. Uh, so let me. So there's like three kind of fishy things about this. One, it was originally supposed to be on Kickstarter, and then for uh, zero reason they changed it to Indiegogo. The Indiegogo, the scammiest fucking crowdfunding website uh, ever. Uh, you, Indiegogo is great because you don't have to have like a working prototype. And you can also do flex funding, which is where you, no matter what, however mu mu amount of money that you raise, you keep the entire shit. Pretty so, good. Uh, pulled it from Kickstarter, changed it to in uh, Indiegogo. Um, 
And they, they, they claim it's because Indiegogo offered us a better package, which doesn't really make sense because Kickstarter is, is more popular than Indiegogo. Like, I've, nobody's really gone to, oh, check out this Indiegogo for this fucking thing. Everybody's Kickstarter, household name. So it's kind of, that's kind of weird, right? Um, but they go on about the, the images and the design and shit like that, but it's just a fucking resell. Um, it uses an existing, uh, like I said, an existing product. Uh, there's a product. There's a phone called Lee Goog, which is a why didn't great, that one take great off? Name. <laughs> there's a there's a phone called Lee Goog uh, that's selling on fucking Alibaba for 125 to 135 dollars per unit. So it's a, it's a resell, whatever. Uh, the only difference between the two is a logo on the back. So it's 100 percent thing. Uh, claims to ship with Android Seven. Uh, they they actually gave one of the units to somebody at the website Mobile Syrup. You know that old website Mobile Syrup that we're always going to. Yeah, I love it. You kidding me? I can't. Uh, I, I can't even wake up in the morning unless I've got my Mobile Syrup fix. You call your you uh, open your phone. Uh, you open your Ligoog phone. You sure. open your Mobile Syrup app, and some guy comes over to your house and gives you gives you some syrup right out of his like little fanny pack. <laughs> they all kinds of different kinds of syrups. Yeah, he's the the weed guy from Half Baked. You're sitting there uh, with your hot cakes. Oh, baby. These are going to get cold. Well, they're flapjacks over here, buddy. Yeah. Um. So the reviewer that they gave the, the phone to says it's just a reskinned Android 6.0. It's not Android 7. Uh, they lied about it. <laughs> they lied about it. Um, but... It, so it was suspended, right? All these people who donated this money got refunded or are getting refunded. Um, so big piece of shit. Frank phone, uh, a little cocky uh, fucking marketing thing. Yeah. And now they fell flat on their face because they're idiots. Hey, but no harm, no foul. Yeah. Right? I'm going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I heard all of that. I did all that research. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to get one now. Yeah, it sounds dope. It's stupid. <laughs> All right, here's one I got for you, Mike. It's called the Men in White. Now, you've heard of the Men yeah. in Black. Yeah. I have heard of okay. them. Okay, have you seen the movies? I thought you were referring to... That's a real... Okay. It's based on a real thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the movies uh, star Will Smith. It's a documentary, actually. Okay. All right, so... The men- wait. The Men in Black. That's another conspiracy theory. Yeah, it is. Popular. Yeah. All these, uh, so the Men in Black is the government agents who show up and after a UFO and they say, you didn't see anything, and um, then they wipe your mind. And then they keep doing that and for several sequels, and they make less and less money every time they show up. Yeah, and the productions are considerably more trouble as time goes on. So. <laughs> but hey. Men in White. Men in White. Um... These guys, uh, similar to the Men in Black, except for these are more uh, supernatural investigators. So instead of like an organized, uh, you know, government-funded, uh, resourceful um, cover-up operation, these guys are the ones that are getting to the truth of the matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these are the guys that are going to find out, you know, what in the heck is going on out there. What's the real score? Yeah, they're going to give you the straight business. And uh, so there's it's two guys and a lady in a pizza well, it's place. Men in white. 
It's men in white. Yeah, it's men in white. Um, and it's uh, it's two schmucks in a uh, in two rented white tuxedos, and they have photoshopped themselves in front of like Dracula's castle, like a spooky <laughs> spooky old cabin. Their website is super fantastic. I would normally not recommend you go to somebody's Weebly website, but yeah, do go ahead and go to www.themeninwhite.org. Um, somehow they snagged that .org. Damn. And, uh, Good guess. <laughs> I love when somebody's... Uh, I made it on Weebly. I made yeah. it on Wix.com. And they have the they have a Wix.com there. Dude, that's, that's sick. You, just, you keep that little banner down there, and, and all it costs you is zero dollars. Pretty sick. <laughs> so the only thing that they have on here about uh, their ghostly adventures is uh, one... Uh, entry from last week. They stayed in the Andrew Jackson Hotel uh, in the French Quarter in New Orleans. And um, I'll just summarize the uh, blog entry for you. It is that um, they stayed in room 208 uh, to be continued. So we haven't really gotten any update on that. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, but these guys, it says they're, they're two seasoned investigators whose combined tenure equal over 60 years of solving cases in the private investigation industry. So I guess these are like, these are a couple of private dicks here. Um, yeah. But I guess they got a hold of some, you know, equipment that beeps when you wave it around in the air and they figured, well, let's, uh, let's see if we can get some money to go to new Orleans and then maybe New York. Uh, and that's what, that's what this Kickstarter is about. They're trying to raise $1,600 to go to, uh, oh, apologies, not a New York, the Royal York Hotel in uh, Toronto. Uh, these guys are Canadian, so this should uh, be pretty close um, to wherever they are in Canada because it's all very close together up there. And yeah. uh, they want to go to Toronto to check out the Royal York Hotel um, because it's supposedly haunted. Uh, strange occurrences with the elevator on the eighth floor uh, opens and closes repeatedly at night. Uh, that just sounds like a shitty just elevator. A bad elevator, yeah. It says here. Hey, you just gotta get an elevator guy to come in and look at it. Children have been heard running up and down the hallway in the middle of the night. The hotel, so I don't know. Nothing really pretty, sticking out. Here. Pretty creepy stuff. You ever heard kids running around? Ooh. <laughs> this is creepy, JF. Um, I was uh, taking a shower uh-huh. the other day. And I turned the the heat on for the shower. I turned it to what I thought was the uh, a, a nice temperature for the shower. I get in there too hot. <laughs> who changed? Who changed the temperature on me? <laughs> <laughs> the most fucking uh, low rent haunted experience of all time. Yeah, but what's what's not low rent is the price you're going to pay per night to stay in the Royal York Hotel, which is five hundred dollars a night. Uh, Damn! You'll need at least two nights there to conduct a full, uh, thorough investigation and seance, of course. Uh, $500 a night? I better see some, I better see the fucking devil himself. I better see I better see fucking Satan himself in my fucking hotel room the, for $500. The red skin, the pitchfork. Hey, man. That's uh, how the devil talks. Hey. Hey, do you know where the, uh, the uh, exercise room is? I'm going to grab your ice bucket here. <laughs> um, you know what? I, it occurred to me the other day that 
the devil is red because he's so hot. Yeah. If he got out of hell once in a while, yeah. he'd just turn a normal color. He'd be just a normal black guy. Well. <laughs> I'm just fucking... Just joking. Just kidding. Um, so these guys have got it all. They've got the uh, the digital EVP recorder, the K2 EMF reader, the laser grid pen, the PSB11 spirit box, and much more. Which, uh, by the way, a great industry to get into right now apparently is uh, making up electronics to sell to goofballs who uh, want to look yeah. for ghosts. That sounds pretty awesome. Um, and uh, here's some of the rewards you're going to get. For 10 bucks. Uh, you're going to get a, a video of their findings, which are sure to be some exciting <laughs> things. Uh, for a hundred bucks, you're going to get a phone consultation. You know, Ooh. you know how you, uh, you know how you, you're still calling psychics. It's 2017. You're still calling psychics. Uh, yeah. you're still calling yeah. them for, uh, at a rate of $200 an hour. Of course. Makes sense. <laughs> It's worth it though, dude. Uh yeah, for for 600 bucks you can go to uh on a mission with them, but if that seems too dear, you can step down one level to $400. You can have a, a supernatural themed lunch with them. A supernatural lunch? What? I swear to god, that's what it says. The supernatural lunch. Uh <laughs> I think you'll be able to choose from the uh, spooky burger. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Because I have to look at that myself. Lunch, lunch okay, so yeah, lunch, lunch date, date with the men in white for five hundred. Is, yeah. is that the one you're like? Lunch date with the men in white. Join David Mitchell and Beverly for a supernatural themed lunch in Toronto. Must provide your own transportation to a central Toronto location. Let's talk ghosts and the spirit world. That's a uh, spooky, spooky, spooky lunch. lunch. Yeah. Um, uh, f- f- uh, French, uh, French fries. I'm trying to think of some scary foods. Um, oh, dude, I'm excellent at this. I've been watching a lot of Tales from the Crypt, and that dude, oh, the, that dude the is a uh, little uh, stringy-haired uh, guy on there. Crazy about puns. He is um, so funny. Is he the funniest character ever written? He... Uh, John Kassir as the Crib Keeper is the funniest fucking... I love him, dude. And I love his... I don't have a foot fetish. I don't have a foot fetish at all, right? <laughs> uh, Weird thing to start out saying. But every every time that uh, the Crib Keeper is on screen and he has his little fucking fat feet up, I love it so fucking much. He's got cute little feet. I love the Crib Keeper so fucking much. Um, but, okay, so Ice uh, eyes Cream or Ice Scream would be also another one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, for lunch, though, you're probably not going to have a big bowl of ice cream, right? Yeah, you'd probably have a, a ham murder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a ham murder and dies. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's, that sounds really good. Um, I'd love to, to enjoy that with David Mitchell and Beverly. And yeah, whatever the uh, stupid bitch's name is, they don't even they don't even put her in the name of the group. It's just the men in white. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's gonna be here too. So and she uh, so if you see the picture of them, it's uh, two guys in a white suit and sunglasses, and then uh, she's next to them, and she's wearing a Casper the Friendly Ghost T-shirt. 
She's got her leg kicked up, and they're like fucking just. They're in their white suits, and you know ZZ Top, Sharp Dressed Man, is playing on the fucking, uh, wherever they took this, in whatever garage that they're in that they took this fucking phone. $500 for that spooky lunch, and you're probably still going to have to pay for the lunch, probably. As well as to get there. Yeah. Wow. It's worth it, though. It's worth it to meet these guys you've never heard of who have never done anything and don't have any interest in doing anything, obviously. But uh, (laughs) I think other than that, it seems good. 21 days to go on this, so I guess anything's possible. Jump on it. $24 of the very low goal of $1,600. Yeah, so. they, I think they must live in Toronto. Yeah, they have to. They just want, like, a, a cool weekend. They just want that lunch. <laughs> they, it's, it's just a Kickstarter to buy them lunch. Yeah, they, they're going to go without lunch for the next three weeks <laughs> and save it all up for a really big lunch. What's the Kickstarter at, man? I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Uh, JF, I got one for you. It's called the uh, Ritot. Ritot. I don't know what the. F- I don't know how the fuck to say it. R I T O T. Spell spell that one out for you. Is that what it is? I don't know. Um, it raised over a million dollars. One point four million dollars. Um, almost nine thousand people said I want this thing. It's a, a little a little bracelet that goes on your wrist, but it's a projector. That goes on your wrist. Okay. So, um, so this this Kickstarter answers the uh, age old question: What if you could look at the current time uh, on the on the back of your hand? <laughs> so inst- instead of like your wrist, uh, it would be on the back of your hand, the big part of your hand. So, uh, oh, finally, wow. that could, really uh, is what it is. It looks super shitty. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's uh, it's really good. So it, this is a. This is another example of it's one of these Kickstarters which I don't know if it's a just an outright scam or if it's a case of these people created something and they have no fucking idea what they're doing and they got in over their heads and people went crazy for it because first off I don't understand how people go crazy for it because it's a stupid fucking idea. Um, I talked about the Apple Watch and everything. I don't like that, but I guess it's useful for people. This is a stupid, but it's also not useful. So, <laughs> yeah, the big two. Uh, that's a great combination, um, and all of these pictures are photoshops. Um, yeah, they're all CGI, all renders and shit like that. Which, which is fine if you have a product um, and you don't, you know, you're not there yet. Uh, which is another reason why it's on Indiegogo and not Kickstarter because. You can't have a Kickstarter and not have a working prototype. But so it's a, another reason why Indiegogo is great for scams. Um, I feel like we're just encouraging people to go on Indiegogo and scam people. Um, You're encouraging me to do it. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a projector that goes on your wrist that displays the time and uh, phone notifications and stuff on the back of your hand. Yeah, technically, that's an interesting idea that they can get it to lay out flat on the back of your hand from such a weird angle. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Um, but can they do it? There's no evidence so I, they can do it, I guess. So one, it's a it's a yeah. projector. It's not a uh, like a what are the the fucking like uh, little goofy clocks that you see that uh, shoot like a fucking laser out. That have like a oh, time yeah. or something. Like one, there's one on. where it's like a metronome type thing that moves really fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
It's not that. It, it's a straight up projector, right? That's yeah. how, that's how they're selling it. So in order to project an image from a watch to the back of the hand, the light would need to be at an extremely mm-hmm. like narrow angle, right? Like you would have to raise up the fucking thing on the wrist quite a bit to in order to project it onto the back of your hand. And what if you bend your wrist? Like, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to see it. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so a lot of this shit just straight up falls apart when you look it's gonna at the It's going to end up being color. like two inches tall. It's going to be massive. Yeah. So it's it's not going to work because the like the image on your hand will be all stretched out or something. I mean, in light conditions, you know, what if it's like a... Uh, what if you're black, Chinese, darker skin or whatever? Like, you, it's not going to show up. It's a projector. Um, and you, you're you not going to use it in daytime because it's... Uh, you ever try to use a fucking right. projector in the daytime? It's not going to work. Uh, so all of that plus... Just vague ass fucking uh, details about like design, uh, the design of it, uh, like the battery, CPU. Oh whatever. yeah, I mean this. You're not even getting down to the nitty gritty of uh, how long does this thing last? Uh, how do I charge it? Blah blah blah. Can I yeah. connect it to my phone? None of that stuff. They're at the point where they're like, well, uh, looks like we have to redesign the lens. So uh, that's bad. Yeah. It's a so like I said, it made a, a million or one point four million dollars, um, a couple of years ago, <laughs> and so there are updates though. Like they didn't abandon it. Like the last update was a month ago. Uh, they're oh, we're reconfiguring the optical elements and the blah blah blah, and then the, you could switch over to the comments, and people were like, "I need a fucking refund. This is bullshit." Um, blah blah blah. So it's it's never going to deliver. But is it a scam or is it one of those things that, like I said, where these people had an idea but they didn't know how to fucking do it? Um, either way, it's shitty. <laughs> but there's no there's no difference. Like I don't think there's any any difference between a conscious scam and uh, something that some guy drew up on the back of a napkin and ended up getting a million dollars for. To me, that's the same shit. Like if you, if there's no way for you to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's a scam. You're just you. It's a lottery scam, but it's still a scam. Well, I mean, it's it, that's the that's the fuck of it, right? Like with uh, I guess with Kickstarter and with Indiegogo, any crowdfunding platform, right? Uh, I think Kickstarter put out a thing uh, in their official blog that was like uh, the title was Kickstarter is not a store, right? So basically, you should never count on actually receiving the product that you're fucking funding, and a lot of people who. I think that that gives like these people who create these things just carte blanche to just fucking say, all right, we're going to do this and we're never going to get any fucking consequences for it. So yeah, kind of like Patreon, you know, you, uh, you sign up to support, uh, your, your favorite creators and, uh, you know, sometimes you, you get the bonus episodes and sometimes you don't, you know, and sometimes <laughs> they're not very good and you just got to deal <laughs> with it. So wasn't sure where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. Same, same shit. Um, okay, but stuff happens in people's lives where they can't always do yeah. it, so they're busy. Their back gets fucked up or something like that. Yeah, so. and then they just have to sit around jacking off and ignoring their friends' phone calls, whatever. <laughs> so, last one we got here on the six pack, Mike. I feel like we're running a little long here. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna try to wrap this one up real quick. Luckily, this one does not have a lot of meat on the bone. Uh, this one is called 420 mm-hmm. Frost TV. 
Um, and I'm going to read it as if there are not horrendous typos in it. But uh, just so you know, this uh, this looks like this guy wrote it with his face. Um, Jesus. Like he was typing yeah. with his elbows. I'm looking I am at- making a show okay. that will be broadcasted on Live Me. So if you want to see for yourself, then check me out on Live Me. Uh, description of my project is to broadcast from many locations on Live Me, as well as do contests and giveaways for my many fans and followers on live broadcasts. So please help a nobody become a somebody. Thank you to all the backers of this project. The rewards are very real. And if you decided to back this project, I am forever grateful. So on and so forth. P.S. The broadcast is very 420 friendly and only mature audiences. So this guy just wants to smoke weed on camera. Um, Yeah. Which is the dream. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, 20 bucks, you get an (laughs) autograph and a selfie. Which uh, he made the uh, image of the campaign a picture of his face, so kind of feels like you're already got the. You already got the selfie taken. But he's already got skin in the game as you, far as the selfie goes. Gave, you already gave that one away. Uh, the next level from twenty is five hundred. Uh, then you get to do <laughs> uh, that's a behind the scenes video, and then for a thousand bucks you can uh, be on the show with him. And again, this is uh, Keith. You can be on the show with Keith. Damn. Uh, I do like Keith, man, but I don't know if it's worth $1,000. Keith seems chill to me. I have no problem with Keith. I don't think this is a scam. I think this is just a regular, everyday, dumb guy uh, trying to get uh, $25,000 for a show on a website I've never heard of or an app. I don't even, I don't know what Live Me is. Do you? Yeah, so so I went to <clears throat> I went to I don't know if you heard it a couple of seconds ago. I went to live.me because I've never heard of this in my life. I went to live.me that forwards to Twitch. Um which so it's the wrong website. Live it's actually liveme.com. Um and you go on here and it's all like these people, just hot people. Ooh, fucking it looks like a like a periscope type of fucking thing. Oh, okay. So this is like a good place to watch uh, like the game if you don't have any sports channels. Like that's what this this I that's guess. what this becomes on pay per view night. Uh, it's where you go to watch the fight. There was a, there was an old website that we all used to go on on Twitter back in the day. man. I, I realized today that I've been on Twitter for like nine years. By the way, <laughs> the most depressing fucking thing I've ever realized in my life. But it was uh, we all always go in a tiny chat and talk to pe- talk to each other or something like that. Oh yeah, this yeah. is the, the same thing. Like it's a web website where you go and you can chat and look at each other or something like that. Maybe you can break off and fucking suck each other in private or something like that. But um, but yeah, it seems just... like a way to uh, extract money from guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. But it, it it's definitely like the next evolution of like Instagram chicks. Oh yeah, I don't know what the guys are doing on here. I don't know what they're trying smoking, to accomplish. Smoking weed. <laughs> they I guess they're just smoking weed. Yeah, smoking weed and doing like fucking MMA moves on each other or something in the garage. Really, really weird. But I guess the the one thing we don't realize is how many teenagers are out there that will just have this pulled up on their phone like twenty four hours a day. Yeah, they're getting into MMA and smoking weed in their garage. Yeah, because of this app. And the children are our future, and I really do believe that. So, the broadcast. This guy's broadcast is PG thirteen only because of some adult content. So he's going to be having his pecker out, I think. Yeah, and if you're thirteen, it's totally cool to to see a grown man's pecker like covered in weed smoke. (laughs) As long as you're thirteen, 
Once you turn 13, you can start handling that shit. Yeah. Uh, he also says, this is a really uh, big run-on sentence, so I'm going to cut it right in the middle here. He says, uh, take on any challenges that the show may have, because they're my anchor and the cornerstone of the show. Yeah, there may be some bugs, but only working together with the fans can my dream and their dreams come to floridation. See, <laughs> man, fruition. Fuck. Ah, oh, Keith. Keith, we got to get you in school, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to go back to class. <laughs> I don't want to bust on a guy for 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 his subpar literacy, but uh, the 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 florid, floridation one that that made me laugh. That's pretty good. This this project reminds me of uh, when I was uh, 2008 or something. When I worked at like a shitty pizza. And you were place. smoking weed on cam. I was smoking weed on cam, and uh, I was like, "Is there a website? There's got to be a website for." This. No, I would like tell people, or people would find out about Twitter or something, and they'd be like, "Damn, you got to get some money off of that." It's like the most fucking basic thing. Like, just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that you're gonna make money. That this guy seems like one of those guys who uh, seems like this is he's just sitting on a gold mine, and he's gonna find out how to fucking tap that fucking. Uh, vein and just fucking ride it out, baby. Like if only if, if you can get one video on YouTube, you're set for life. Yeah, that's what he thinks. Yeah, but um, you gotta have two. Everybody knows that. Well, you gotta have two. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's the six pack. I hope you enjoyed that. Um. Let's uh. Let's let's break off a quick uh, piece here, and we'll come back. I think we've got a a really rousing edition of Real or Fake coming up next. Uh. They should call it six guys when I'm in there eating a burger. And we're back. Uh, we got a real or fake coming up for you right now. The uh, only segment on the show that I'm aware of, uh, period. And what we do on this one is, uh, uh, what I've done here is I've come up with 10 uh, crowdfunded campaigns, some of which will be real others of which yeah. will be fake no that's a good that's actually uh convenient because this uh, thing is called real or fake so yeah we kind of hit we kind of wrote ourselves into a corner with the title so we just did the best that we could so um you're so you're gonna read them uh you're gonna read these uh these crowdfunded campaigns and i'm gonna say if they're real or fake and i'm gonna up the ante here and uh I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to mix it with the other fucking thing. Remember when we did that thing a couple weeks ago? Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember what it was. doesn't really matter. Nobody's paying attention at this point. Everybody shut it off. <laughs> yeah, they let it They let it run an hour, and they say, that's about enough. That's enough of that. Where's my marinette? <laughs> um, so I'm going to take a little shot. I got a, a Tortuga Light Caribbean rum that we got uh, from our elderly neighbors who went to uh, Jamaica, and they brought this back for us. And it sucks. It's really bad. So if I get it wrong, I'm going to take a swig of this because uh, I don't have any weed. So this is the only way I can get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds good. Um, over here, uh, I've got nothing to uh, drink on or do anything else to my body with. So I guess if you get it right, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some of this chapstick uh, pink, pink lemonade from the I Love Summer collection and rub it on my lips. And this is my kid, so if I use it all up, she'll be really mad. Um, <laughs> so the stakes are high. So the stakes are very high. On, on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think we're both right, sticking our necks out on this one. Ooh. 
Uh, oh, boy. And, and what I've done is I've uh, altered how I'm going to do this just a little bit. Um, in the past, I have not been giving you uh, a consistent level of information on all of them. And I think that that's to your disservice. So I don't want to be like trying to trick you with, you know, reading certain parts of it and not other parts. Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read you the copy that uh, they have uh, right underneath. I will pick one other sentence for context if necessary. If it's just so vague, it's hard to tell. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I will give you the uh, amount of money uh, that they're asking for. Not what they got, just what they're asking for. So I'm going to try to keep that consistent across all of them so that you're not, I'm not showing my hand at all. Um, and uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's, let's get right to it. Number one, Mike, I've got here is Race Publica, the virtual nation. We want to change the world by creating a truly credible and powerful internet country so that freedom can go viral. Uh, the amount asked for here is $50,000 for Race Publica, the virtual nation. <clears throat> okay. Race Publica, virtual nation. Do you remember when they tried to do that? They made it like a seasteading thing. They Pirate Bay guys were trying to make their own. Yeah, whatever happened with that? Uh, they all died. Oh. On stage with Marilyn Manson tonight. So. <laughs> all of them were also 59 years old. It's kind of. <laughs> Race public, uh, virtual nation. I'm going to say this is real. This is a real one. Uh, seems to be some kind of weird alt-right thing. Uh, don't know uh, what's going on with it exactly, but a uh, bunch of nuts out there. So I'm going to take this uh, pink lemonade oh, chapstick to the dome right now. Holy shit. Oh, boy. Ooh, you are not liking that. You, you actually like mm. when your lips are all chapped up, so I know how much this pains you. Yeah, I, I like to really get my lips fucked up all to hell. So this is this is tough. Standing in front of like the hand dryer at the gas station, in the gas station bathroom, just drying out your lips. I love when they have that Dyson blade. I can just stick my whole face down in there. You know, lips are going crazy like a dog in the car. Imagine like fucking up that bad that you uh, you're trying to be racist uh, mm-hmm. or alt right guy, and you just miss the mark. How can you do that bad of a fuck up? All right. <clears throat> okay, next up we've got the truth about naked and afraid polygraph test for Anora. The purpose of this campaign is simple. I was manipulated on TV and faked a blackout. I am taking a lie detector test to prove this. Questions that will be asked will include, was I unconscious during the tap out in Brazil and did the producer repeatedly pinch my nipple while he thought I was unconscious? $500. <laughs> what? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, I like that show. I like that Naked and Afraid show. You know you can just watch porno, right? I like it because uh, I like uh, – I have this like uh, idea in my head that I'm a like a wilderness guy. Yeah. Um, that I'm like a prepper guy. I would do really well if like the world ended and I just had to like do some like uh, Mad Max shit. When in reality, uh, I have to rely on my wife – to find out when I have to take the dog to the vet. Um, so it's like I never, I'm just awful at that. So I, I do watch Naked and Afraid. I love that show. But I don't, uh, I don't remember a tap out in Brazil. So you remember a nipple situation at all? I don't remember a nipple situation. But this very, this is very specific. Um, so it leads me to believe that it's real, but I know how much of a trickster you are. Mm. So. Um, I'm going to say that this is also real. 
this is real. Um, I didn't want to make light of this woman's situation. Uh, she is aggrieved in some way by her appearance on the show, uh, but I thought it was too weird not to bring up. So I wanted to read that out loud, that she wants to take a polygraph test to prove that she didn't actually uh, pass out. Um, not sure what the point of that would be, but uh, I wish her the best of luck. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead okay. and hit this chapstick one more time. Damn. Oh, man. I went in the top lip this time. Oh, baby. That is rich. Jesus. Buttery. Lips. Okay. Buttery, buttery smooth. You gotta be hating that. <sighs> I'm in hell right now. Uh, number three on the list, I got Blue Hat, a smart wearable sensor technology. It's a smart denim hat with atmospheric sensors, uh, ultraviolet temperature, and humidity for $5,000. <laughs> smart denim hat. Um. Okay, I'm gonna say that this one is uh, fake. Blue hat, the smart denim hat is real. No, it's not. Come on, it is real. It's not fucking. Real. And I don't know why it's denim. I don't get that at all. Why are people wearing denim hats? I don't know. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. It, can you can you show me that? What like what do I what do we look for to find that? Um, you look for the worst ideas. I think you just c- click. <laughs> yeah, this one is 14 days to go, $722 of $5,000. Oh, my God. I just looked at it. Blue Hat, a smart wearable sensor technology. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, the dumbest shit of all time. It looks really bad. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, bottoms up to that one, huh? Their other uh, unsuccessful campaign this year was a laser pointer that looks like it plugs into the headphone jack of a phone. Um, not really, not clear. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so uh, the iPhone headphone jack that has a, you can plug your laser pointer into the bottom of it. Yeah, and then you can point lasers. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and this hat also, uh, if you get past the early bird, um, you are going to be paying upwards of $60 for the prototype. So, pretty good. What is it? What is it for? It goes to your phone, and then you can find out what the temperature is uh, based on your hat. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> that's uh that's a tough one, I know. That's a tough one. So you okay, so ah uh, you look at an app to find out if it's too hot for to wear your hat and you can take it off then. Man, what a uh we are just like I feel like we're devolving as a fucking people. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, the next one up. It's called Eat Speed. The world's only <laughs> premium food delivery service with an exclusive fleet of luxury vehicles and track-tested supercars. Fast food redefined uh, for $105,000. <clears throat> Eat speed. You got it, brother. Um, I'm going to say that this one is fake. Eat Speed, the uh, food delivery service promising to bring you your uh, Wendy's hamburger in a Ferrari or Lamborghini, is unfortunately <laughs> fake. Uh, I thought it would be a good idea, though. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing happens. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. 
Hey, uh, your driver's outside. I have your meal. And also, I'm driving a Ferrari. <laughs> kind of cool, huh? Well, you paid $20 extra for How good meal. is fast food redefined as a, as a tagline for that, though? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> really fast yeah, food. I was really happy with that. Uh, that's going to take <laughs> off. Uh, I'm pitching that to some angel investors next week. So There's 100% going to be a drone delivery service yeah and i'm gonna be first on the fucking list too yeah it's gonna rule next up we got stem epic heroes a fun simple fast-paced card game where you team up with the greatest minds in history in an epic race to make discoveries ten thousand dollars stem stem epic heroes the card game it's a card game so no matter how fucking stupid it is it's got to be real. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that this is real. Damn, you're on a roll. Yeah, that one's real. And I just realized I forgot to... Chap up. I forgot to chap, so I'm going to chap. You didn't chap. I'm chap okay. twice right now. Here's number one. <clears throat> hey, uh, this, hey uh, Jesse, this podcast is turning into a regular Chapo Trap House. Because <laughs> of all the uh, chapstick going on. And the popularity the- as well. And you know, yeah, and the popularity. <laughs> Roughly the same. Just as good, I think, as those guys. We got a, what do we got? We got everything uh, together. We know what we're doing. Celebrity like guests. Guys. Yeah. Somebody asked me um, how many subscribers we have to our Patreon. And I said, yeah, probably about the same as Chapo Trap House. Uh, if you just, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, we're in the ballpark. Yeah. Sometimes we're ahead, sometimes they're ahead. It kind of goes back and forth, but yeah. Pretty close. All right, next up we got Tales from Transville, a modern non-binary webcomic. Imagine Garfield as a demiboy, the Lockhorns mm-hmm. as a versatile polyamorous duo in search of their unicorn triad, or Beetle <laughs> Bailey in love with his butt plug. There are so many <laughs> stories left to tell. $3,000. Okay. So, <laughs> sort of a web, uh, web uh, like a new kind of web comic. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um. Man, that uh, that Garfield is uh is Polly. Do you know that? <laughs> in the original, Garfield- the original series, or in the movies? I think uh, Garfield is Polly. Uh, Odie is Bi. Right. And I think normal is uh, gender fluid. Normal, yeah. Normal is gender fluid and autistic as well, which is not part of Zer's sexuality, but it is uh, <laughs> it is something that comes up in the show pretty frequently. Uh, what was it? Welcome to Transville. Tales from Transville. Tales from Transville. Um, geez, Louise. Uh, Squeeze Louise. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm looking at it right now in my home office. The far side, but all the cows and stuff in it are uh, gay men. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this bad boy is real. And uh, you can go ahead and chap yourself. 
Go chap yourself. <laughs> Go chap yourself. Oh, boy. I would love to chat myself, but I made that one up. So you're, oh. you're going to have to taste the flames, my man. Taste the flames. This uh, this uh, Tortuga mm-hmm. Light Caribbean Rum. It's in a little handle. Uh, 80 proof alcohol. Sucks shit. Not good. So go ahead and get some. <laughs> Next time I'm in Jamaica, I'll check it out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Not good. Go ahead and hit me with that next okay, one. Okay, next up here, we got gun glasses. The only protective eyewear designed <laughs> to protect the wearer from harmful ultraviolet rays and the muzzle flash from most handguns, shotguns, rifles, and powder pistols available today. $10,000. I thought I was going to be a pair of sunglasses that uh, tr- transform into a handgun <laughs> or something. <laughs> Uh, slightly less ridiculous, but still shitty. I actually, uh, actually, uh, now that you mentioned the uh, glasses turning into guns, uh, remind me after the show, I got something I got to tell you about Marilyn Manson. Um, <laughs> I think that you, uh, made this one up. I think you created this one out of your brain. I used my big brain to, to take this one on. You're right about that. Um, God damn. Those lips are silky smooth. Oh my God. You have no idea. Or maybe you will here pretty soon if I... Come on over. Shut these cameras. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been uh, recording these uh, with video cameras. Yeah, thirty three episodes, but we just never. Every heard. single one we've got recorded, uh, we've been sending them to Hugh Hefner. Hope he's enjoyed them. Um, uh, <laughs> God rest his soul. You know uh, that guy. Rest in power to Hugh Hefner. Um, apparently, he was a bad guy, um, but you know what? I think he was pretty darn cool. He loved porno. That loved guy. porno. You know what? He was like the the number one porno guy. Yeah, of all time. <laughs> Spent years atop the rankings. Nobody loved porno more than that. The guy. one thing that I heard about him, and I, I'm sure this is not true, even if it makes sense logically, which I don't even think that it does. Uh, but uh, people used to say that uh, he was so burnt out on you know just normal porno and ladies. That he had to watch guys getting it on right in front of him just to get hard. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, well, yeah, he's a gay guy, right? That's yeah, what... it's like when you uh, you're so you're just tired of like normal sex, so you look up some like weird stuff and then you jack off to it, and you're like, I guess I'm into that now. Yeah. Now you're uh, just a just a gay guy. Yeah, now you're just gay and you're just falling in love with a man and marrying him. I don't know, yeah. something to think about. Um, I heard that he had, uh, a pussy behind his balls. I heard that. I heard that. It's industry, like, a whispers or whatever. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe Hugh Hefner had a pussy behind his hey, balls. Who's to say? You know, Who back knows? in the old days of the, the, the Playboy Club, you know, they had a couple of those all over the country. You come in, you know, he's wearing his, uh, silky smoking jacket. He's got his pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hair looks just perfect. It, you know, pulls down his pants in front of the two gay guys going at it uh, on the big mat he's got there in the middle of the room. He he pulls up his balls, and, and lo and behold, there's a damn old pussy behind the old the old old fellow's balls and pecker. So, hey, uh, gay guys, you ever seen one of these? It's just an old guy's pussy. <laughs> an old guy's pussy. <clears throat> Perfect. 
All right, Mike, you're doing really well here. So far, I've got you down as uh, one, two, three, four, five, and two. So you got a winning record. You're just about to lock up a winning record if you can get this next one correct. This one is, you effed up a parent's guide. Okay, so you effed up. Your son got locked outside for a couple of hours. The baby ate some creatine. Your toddler threw a knife. Shit happens. Fatherhood is what happens when you figure out what to do next. $3,500. You effed up a parent's guide. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, I could see this being a real thing. Remember when they had the uh, go the fuck to sleep thing by the Sam Jackson yeah, guy? I've got, I've, yeah, oh, we got that as a baby shower gift. and I've read it a couple times to the I, kid. When I after I said uh, after I said the sentence, you know the Sam Jackson thing, uh, go the fuck to sleep. I knew I was like he's probably got that. He's probably got it. So I just know what type of guy you uh, are. Well, you I want, as soon as I, I saw it advertised kind of on the chive, I knew I had to have it. <laughs> the chive, dude. Every time I drive home from work, I see a, a fucking truck that's lifted mm-hmm. that has the stickers. Keep calm and chive on. And uh, jack them up high, fat chicks can't climb, or something yeah. like that. And I, it's like the worst. I just pray that every day that I drive home, I see that guy get <laughs> T-boned, and his car just fucking <laughs> instantly fucking in flames, and he can't get out of it because his seatbelt's all twisted <laughs> up, and he just dies. And his parents are behind him in the car following him uh, home from work for some reason, and they try to get him out of it, and they catch on fire, and the, they also die. Uh, but that never happens. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's Someday, a, though. There's a keep calm. Uh, pardon me. There's a keep calm and chive on sticker on a car. Uh, on your car. On my car. Um, it was one of the cars in my garage. I don't know. Really weird. Um, no, but uh, a parent has one that I see uh, at the drop off for preschool. That sucks. That sucks so bad. It's kind of like uh, you know. Seems like maybe once you have the kid and you're taking him to preschool and stuff, maybe you could quit logging onto the chive. I've never been to the child. I'm going to it now. Um, I'm looking at it here. Random memes to brighten your morning. 47 photos. Well, it's nighttime, so already you fucked up. <sighs> All right. Uh, what was the what was the thing we were talking about? You effed up a parent's guide. Is that real or fake? You, you effed up a parent's guide. We've talked before on this podcast about uh, predatory parenting things. Parents will buy shit just because. Uh, just because. Right. Um, this is no different. It's a great market. The new parents guides or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that this one's real. This one I made up, but I am going to, oh. I'm going to write it. Um, uh, fuck. You actually should write that yeah. because it would sell. I think that's not, that's not a joke. That's a 100%. You should write that. I think you're right. I think I will. Uh, please no one take hey. it. Um, speaking of writing things, JF, uh, didn't you write a book recently? Boy, this is uh, this is so great uh, for you to bring this up just as we planned and wrote down in the show mm-hmm. uh, notes. Yeah, yeah. on the note there. Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. You wrote a you wrote a uh, book, a novel. Uh, well, novel might be. Uh, I would say instant classic. I don't know if I necessarily call it a novel, but uh, definitely one for the ages. Ask the old football coach. Available on Amazon dot com today. Go check it out. Are you telling me to do that? <laughs> uh, you, okay. you, I do. I do need you to go check it out from the local library. Um, actually, I'm gonna go to the library and see if they have it. 
I got a copy, and I actually uh, I, I ground up some weed and dumped it out on it, and I felt really bad because I was like, I shouldn't be doing this, <laughs> but I did. Uh, I'll go ahead and take that uh, shot of this uh, shitty rum. Yeah, go ahead. That's funny that you had the same compunction about my book that you know someone would have over like the Bible in a hotel room or something. Yeah, I shouldn't be doing. Oh that. man, this turn. <laughs> really got to turn my life around. All right. So uh, All right. next up here we got Tracebird, the world's first smart pillow for cars. The world's first smart pillow for cars that delivers you the greatest driving experience by enhancing your physical and mental comfort. $6,400 for the car pillow. Trace Bird. Hmm. <clears throat> Trace Bird sounds like a nickname of a guy from prison. <laughs> He's the guy who can get stuff. He's the guy you call when you need a shotgun. Uh, I'm going to say that this one is real. This is real. Um, I don't understand why, but, uh, but you are correct. So I'm going to, I got to chap up here. I'm really doing it. I'm going to take this off. You can hear it. Layers of chapstick. (laughs) They're going to be chiseling this stuff off of my corpse. (laughs) When I get T-boned on the way home from Mike's work. (laughs) It was you. (laughs) That's the big reveal. (laughs) Of the show, <laughs> just I, I finally drive by uh, the car one day, and it's you, and your hands attending to you. And you're just you're just rocking out. Okay, Mike. Uh, the last one we've got for you here: JPAL, the world's first smart synagogue platform. Meet the world's number one cloud-based cross-platform synagogue tool. Keep your finger on the pulse of the Jewish world wherever you go. $60,000. J-Pal. J-Pal. You've heard of J-Date? Yeah, I I have. I know that site very well. Oh, maybe you got an account on J-Date. <clears throat> yeah, it's J-A-Y. I'm trying to meet a guy named J on there. <laughs> So far, I'm striking out. Not a lot of them anymore. I don't think that, I don't think they like me. Uh, I think it's my personality. I'm not outgoing. Uh, I don't know. If your name's Jay, go ahead and write into the show. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Tell me uh, why you wouldn't date me. Uh, <laughs> Jay Day, uh, what was it again? Jay, it's not Jay Day. This is Jay Pal. <laughs> Jay Pal. Oh, Jay Pal. You're just trying to find a, a Jewish pal. Um... I'm going to go ahead and say that this mad boy is fake. J-Pal, the world's first smart synagogue platform, is real. Um, Some genius came up with an idea uh, for an app that keeps track of where all Jews are at all times. Um, So uh, it says here it was created by uh, A. Hitler. Um, So, I don't know. Hope it takes off. (laughs) Apple. App would have been useful in like 1931. <laughs> a little late, I think now. But uh, all right, so you you locked in a winning record. Uh, six. I drank. I drank a lot. Six of that. and four. Yeah. So you had probably more of the very bad rum than you wanted. Um, my lips feel great. Um, really enjoying the smooth uh, feel on my lips, and also the the great flavors. Uh, from the folks over at Chapstick, uh, the I Love Summer Collection. Thank you to 
Check it out. Check out Chapstick. Check out Chapstick. Uh, here's a random ingredient off the back of this bad boy. Um, isopropyl myristate. So, and you can't get that anywhere. That's probably the pink lemonade flavoring in this one. So, the uh, my uh, you know the the pig that I have. You know, I, have I know him pig, very well. Little pickle boy over here. Uh, ate my wife's chapstick. Uh oh. But it's not the not the first chapstick that he's eaten. He's eaten like three of them. He loves this stuff. Yeah. I prefer uh, just uh, food, <laughs> but he he loves the chapstick. Oh. Boy, I bet it shoots out of that little butthole of his, doesn't it? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna keep yeah. watch. I'll, I'll record okay, it. Okay, thank you. you. Okay, well, uh, I guess we got time for a couple of uh, of letters from our friends and family. Um, let's go ahead and hear that mailbag theme and, and read some letters. That's where you come in. Alright, uh, this segment is called That's Where You Come In. This is our mailbag. If you've got uh, a, a question, a comment, a compliment, an invitation, uh, some free swag, uh, or a picture for us to roast in our uh, in our new segment, uh, Roast Me Fam, uh, go ahead and send it over to yourkickstartersucks at gmail.com. Do not DM me uh, or uh, the show... Uh, I I will not read it. I just uh, I have a bad social anxiety and I can't deal with it. So just put it in the email inbox. You don't read the Twitter, do you? You ever log into the Twitter? I'm on the Twitter. Uh, no all man, the time. I can't. I don't fuck with it. I just went on there. I just went on to Patreon, uh, which is a great place to hear more YKS if you're so inclined. No. And God. Uh, and I I went on there to respond to some of the messages because I've also been having trouble with my podcast app. Uh, not related to our podcast, but to some other shows, like having them download. They're taking a long time and stuff. So I was going to go on there and say, yeah, this seems to be a problem with, you know, back-end servers somewhere. Uh, yeah, so people have been uh, messaging us saying uh, that so the episode stutters or it doesn't play all the way. And it's it seems to be like an uh, issue with uh, iOS or something. Somebody else said that uh, it's an issue with, like, if your phone's out of storage or something. I don't believe that guy. I think that guy's a liar. Personally, between yeah, me and trying you, to pull the wool but, uh, over our eyes. We all know what the situation is. Uh, Patreon app, not great. Patreon player, not great. If you have a problem with it, message me. I'll respond to you with the direct link uh, to the fucking episode. Don't do it if you haven't yeah, paid for on, it. Guys. Don't try to sneak sneak um, one in there. But yeah, I went um, on there and you had uh, responded to all of them already. And uh, it was it was relief, but it also it was like, oh, I kind of worked this up and I, uh, I had to do it. Nice. So I don't know what I'm going to do with this pent up energy now. So I just. I do the I do the Twitter. Yeah. Right. I do the I do my I do my own Twitter. I do the YKS Twitter. I do some other Twitter accounts as well. And then but you just do the one. Yeah, I mean, I also <clears throat> edit the show and 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 write a, a good portion of it. But we don't have to get into who does what. Um, uh, also, uh, of course, taxes will be coming up soon. My social security number is the one on the uh, Patreon, uh, so that'll be something we'll have to deal with. I'm sure you're keeping back a percentage for taxes, so I don't have to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, yeah. we'll definitely go over uh, this at our end of year meeting coming up soon. We we have to uh, do tech. Okay, well we'll figure that out. 
me and Mike uh, fast forward to us turning out our pockets and a fly comes out of the pockets. <laughs> the tax man is just <laughs> shaking his head. Just shaking his We're head. both wearing our barrels. We're, we got into our barrels again. All right. Uh, that's where you come in. This is our, our email mailbag. Uh, here we go. Brian writes in, first-time caller, like third-time listener, I'd like to know your opinion as to how many crowdfunded projects are actually laundering money for the Yakuza. Could you even launder money via crowdfunding, like with stolen credit cards or something, asking for a friend uh, who is in the Yakuza? What do you think about um, that, Mike? Um... I don't know a lot of uh, about the uh, so the yakuza famous Japanese gang. Uh, if you're in the yakuza and I just described the yakuza wrong, uh, don't uh, more of a mob. Me. Yeah, they're the Japanese mafia mm-hmm. or whatever. Remember that scene in Goodfellas where he's like, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I've not seen the film. You have not seen no, Goodfellas. I've seen Casino a dozen times. I have seen Goodfellas zero times. You better get your little butt over to this house tomorrow so we can watch Goodfellas together. We'll make some popcorn. We'll make a whole day of it. Gonna need that um, popcorn to be uh, kettle anyway. cooked, fam. I don't like kettle cooked popcorn. So, okay, so do you, as how many crowdfunded projects are actually laundering money for the it's a, I think it would be a great way to launder money because you could just donate to this thing and the other person gets the fucking money and nobody's the wiser about it. I think it's a great, and I don't know about the Yakuza. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, I heard that they the, just, they, I think they're making tattoos illegal in Japan now. Did you know that? Yeah. Pretty Are weird. they? Pretty weird stuff. Yeah. That's my uh, Yakuza anecdote is that I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I read that tattoos are illegal in Japan or something. <laughs> yeah. I I read something about tattoos and possibly something also about the Yakuza. It might have been in the same article or maybe wasn't the same day. I don't know. Uh, Yakuza 6 is coming out for the PlayStation 4. It looks like a great I just video finished game. A Yakuza 7 on the PlayStation 5. Um, but I think I hope you're looking you know, forward to yes. your game. I'm sure it's really cute uh, and quaint. <laughs> Hey, Mitch writes, uh, hey guys, it's your friend Mitch Mitch. here. Mitch! I love you. This is actually the first time I've emailed you, even though I love your work. I want to address the analogy Jesse used in the recent premium episode. He talks about that football business with all the fans uh, burning jerseys, referring to when players protest police shootings and when uh, players transfer to different teams. For the latter, uh, JF says, it'd be like if you took a new job and your boss and coworkers went and lit your desk on fire. However, JF, that doesn't really make sense because your coworkers and fans aren't really equivalent. For that to work in football, it'd have to be the teammates uh, who protested your player's transfer. Uh, really, it's more like if the company's customers protested your change of job, not your coworkers. Uh, you dumb bitch... You dumb piece of shit. Suck my dick. Fuck you, motherfucker. You are a fucking dumb asshole. Uh, once again, love the show and keep up the great work. Uh, best regards, Mitch. Okay, Mike. So, you know, I can also read the emails um, on this Google Doc. So I can see where yeah. you've um, okay. editorialized there yeah. at the end. Some <laughs> uh, some choice words for yours truly. So I just want to let you know that I did see that. 
Um, as for Mitch, uh, agreed that I screwed up the analogy. Um, I don't want to give this too much time because then our emails will turn into all the stuff that we said wrong. So, uh, just we'll say that sometimes I say stuff wrong on here. Um, I apologize for it. I stand by the analogy because, uh, I think fans are a part of the team and maybe you would know that. Uh, if you weren't from some uh, backwoods, bumfuck, piece of shit, nowhere country like Australia, uh, where you have no real sports except for uh, trying to uh, put your dick in a crocodile's mouth without getting it torn off. So, Great sport, though. Hey, one of the best. Sport. Uh, another thing that uh, Jesse stands by is that the devil <laughs> is a black guy. Hey, uh, Hope writes, uh, hey, Mike uh, and Jesse, or Jesse and Mike, depending on who reads this. Uh, on the most recent episode, you asked your listeners to tell you about how they proposed to their wives. I am the wife in this scenario, and my story, while uh, unsolicited, is also anticlimactic. Uh, one night, my then-boyfriend asked me if I was going to tell my brother we were getting married. I said, I don't know, are we getting married? And he said something like, I guess so. Uh, I married him anyway, and I still haven't commenced divorce proceedings. However, I would file papers immediately if he ever grew a toenail on his penis. So I have to commend Jesse's wife for sticking around through that nightmare. That's very nice of uh, Hope. We are not doing the toenail on the penis bit. How did you you propose to your, your wife? Did we ever, no, did we but, I, but I, very similar to what Hope is saying here. It was just sort of like uh, she slowly ground me down over a period of a couple of months, and then we're like, "All right, uh, I think we were, uh, I think we we're eating uh, Chick Fil A," uh, and she said, uh, "Well, let's just go ahead. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. We can just go get a, you know, we just go get a ring, and that's fine." And I said, "Okay," and then we went and did that, and then later on we uh w- went to a windowless room in the uh the city offices and uh had a guy who uh knew my grandfather that I had never met before uh say a bunch of words and we took pictures with disposable cameras uh and then we uh, went to Aruba so super fucking jealous of that setup man let me tell you how uh my shit went was not uh good and it was uh my fault because she, uh, uh, my wife was uh, talking about it or whatever, and I was like, oh, I guess so. I guess we got to do it now. We're at that point in the time we've been together for fucking four years or whatever. So it did, uh, I was like, uh, I'll do it. So I, I purchased the fucking ring, and then uh, we went to a spot or whatever, and then I proposed. And, and uh, later on, a couple weeks later, she was like, uh, I saw the ring. Uh, I knew that you were going to propose because you left the uh, web page open <laughs> from the ring that you bought. So, uh, great uh, choice by I me. I didn't know that. That's cool. Great opsec yeah. on that ring purchase, uh, But we, we we had the whole wedding and shit like that, but if, if I would give, if we'd given the choice, I would have, I think we should have done the courthouse thing because that's the, that's the way to do it. You, in, you're uh, in and out. The cool thing is, is if maybe if you had done it the uh, quick and easy way, you could have gone to Puerto Rico. Um, unfortunately, you are not able to do that anymore. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a yeah, that's a good. Did I tell you that we? Uh, I told you that right. We were trying to get the uh, my thoughts. I got to do this before I get into the thing. Uh, my thoughts are with the people of Puerto Rico uh, at this time. All right, now I can tell my. 
now I can tell my story. We uh, booked a fucking trip to Puerto Rico for the honeymoon, like uh, two years later or whatever, after our wedding. I don't know how long it was. You should probably know ago? your wedding uh, anniversary just for posterity. It's um, So we... Well, I've had a lot of uh, rum, is my excuse. That's my excuse that I'm... If my wife listens to this, that's the excuse that I'm going with. Uh, we've... So we're finally doing the honeymoon thing. We booked a trip to Puerto Rico. Everything was great. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. So we're going to go out on that fucking boat, scuba dive and shit. I don't get in the water. I don't go around uh, people or whatever. So it's a nightmare to plan this or whatever. And uh, then a hurricane uh, happened. Oh, so we're trying to right now get the money back that we that we spent for the hotels. So it's like seven hundred dollars or something like that for the hotel that we're out. Uh, the hotel we booked it through hotels dot com. Hotels dot com won't refund it because they can't get a hold of the hotel to say uh, these guys are canceling their shit. So, and the reason why they uh, can't get a hold of them is because there was a uh, yeah because hurricane. the hotel has uh, been destroyed. Also, the yeah. the entire it's, island has no just, electricity, so I'm pretty sure the phones. Yeah, so every time we call Hotels.com to get this refunded, they're like, oh, we're going to try to get a hold of the hotel. Just please hold. And I'm like, well, maybe 40% of the people have uh, drinking water, so good luck with that. But God bless them. They try. Uh, we're never going to get that money back. Um, so, But we are go- going to a different place. So I forget what, where we were going with the story. Uh, weddings and uh, how you wished that yours was a little different and that you wished yours was to a man. So that was your... Yeah, I wish I married <laughs> Okay, finally, Gustav writes in. Hi, Jesse and Mike. First time, long time. I wonder if this is the same Gustav who left us a voicemail. I'm probably going to say yes. I think that we are not at the critical mass of listenership at which we have multiple Gustavs. <laughs> Maybe we do. I don't know. Maybe we got 40. I don't fucking know. Uh, he says, I was just wondering what yeah. you guys enjoy most about doing YKS. My favorite part of this frothy comedy podcast about crowdfunding gadgets and knickknacks is when you talk about how depressed you are. And how life has no meaning and you want to die. Anyway, keep up the great work. I really enjoy listening to your show. You guys are definitely in the top five or maybe even top three people named Mike or Jesse. Mike, what is your favorite part of doing the show? I'll go, I'll go second. <laughs> what, is, what is your favorite part? Because I'm, I'm interested in hearing what your, what's your absolute favorite part of it. We've been doing this for, uh, not, for how probably long? Probably not too long, yeah. Well, at least 30 33 episodes of, of worth of time, yeah, whatever, whatever that, that is. is. 33, 33 weeks-ish? Yeah, more than half of a year, um, so that's not very long. Uh, so uh, what is my favorite part of it? Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't... Well, so we were talking about how I don't like to go on the Twitter or whatever. I, I don't like... Um, I don't necessarily like getting good feedback, Um even though I understand that that's part of the process and maybe the whole point is to hear that people like the show and are enjoying listening to it or whatever. Cause you know, I don't know how to respond. Um, yeah, it's weird, right? When somebody's like, Hey, I enjoy this uh, thing you do. And then you have you. to think of a response back. It's like, ah, thanks. But then you seem like an asshole. I don't think it's like, good. Thanks. Um, I think that, um, there are, there are aspects of it that are good. I think it's good. So. Well, so I would say that, um, you know, just, just putting it out there, just knowing that the, uh, 
that I'm that were being heard that uh, that people enjoy. I, I'm glad that I know that people enjoy it, but I don't like the part where I find out that people enjoy it. You know? Yeah. I kind of wish I could just go onto iTunes and there would be like ten thousand five star reviews, and I didn't have to read any of them. I'd just be like, "Oh, that's cool." But it is kind of like that, though, right? Because you're—I mean, at least we're not doing it in front of a crowd. Because what could you imagine doing a YKS live oh. episode? Imagine what kind of no. nightmare that would be. Uh, real good show. Our friends from the north have done that, and they've uh, done—they've had some success with that. Uh, Chapo, of course, have, they've done great. Have, yeah. have done live shows, but I can't—I can't imagine uh, being in front of a crowd. I think that would—I think I would rather blow my brains out. I think that the live versions of podcasts are generally the worst episodes um, because uh, because podcasts do work so much better when they can be edited slightly um, and uh, and improved and also don't have the weird dynamic of, like, pausing for laughter from the audience and that kind of stuff. And, uh, I, yeah, I so, guess, some of them but if you're, like, a, if you're a Doug Stanhope or something doing the Doug Loves movies where they do it in front of a crowd or whatever, I think that's good. But I guess it did, we're, not, we're not fucking comedians. We're not professional uh, entertainers, and I think that's where the... The issue. I'm not going to critique. We're getting into fucking where we're just critiquing ourselves. Yeah, look, it's fine. I, I enjoy. I don't think I like doing it over the over the internet as much because it's not as it's not as fun when when we're not looking at each other and doing yeah. it. So I think it's I think it's always good to get to hang out with your friend, but we have so many fucking responsibilities. It's uh, it's difficult to set aside a whole day, which, by the way, is how long it takes for us to do one fucking thing. Yeah. So. Hey, we're getting there. It's only the 33rd episode, so... Yeah, we're doing great. Uh, my favorite part of the uh, YKS podcast, JF, is, uh, you know, putting uh, the stuff that... It's making stuff. I like making stuff and putting it out there and uh, seeing people uh, enjoy it. That's a great part. Because I don't... I've been doing the Twitter thing for, uh, like I said, nine fucking years, which is depressing as shit. Um... And the only the only feedback you get is somebody's like uh, retweeting it or something like that. But yeah, the only thing you've ever gotten out of it is um, not a Barbasol hat. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> kind of sucks. But uh, you know, it is cool to uh, kind of put this out. It's kind of cool to because I don't talk this much. I don't. I'm not a talkative person. You ask my wife or ask anyone who knows me. I'm kind of a quiet shy boy i wouldn't i would i don't know anyone who would say i was a boy i'm kind of a kind of a man you're a full-blooded man but you don't like to talk you uh whenever we're in the room you sit on your phone all the time yeah i love that uh Uh, i don't i don't like to talk i don't like to put myself out there i'm very insecure i'm very uh i do have depression uh i'm sad all the time i cry a lot for no reason jf uh I'm just, uh, I'm in a hole. I'm in a deep, dark hole. I don't see any way out of it. Uh, some days I just lay in bed. I don't go into work. Uh, I think uh, everyone would be better off without me. Uh, I just... Yeah, well, uh, let me cut you off there. It's just about time to wrap just, up the show. Uh, seemed like you were coming to an end on yeah, that point. So I think you had probably reached... Wrapped it up. 
I think you had probably gotten where you wanted to go on that. Um, wish so, I wasn't uh, here. So, so thanks for writing in, Gustav. Uh, thanks for that answer, Mike. That was a great answer that you gave. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'll and I'll give it some more attention when I listen to it uh, when I'm editing. Uh, but it's, it sounded great on this end. Yeah, we're at- I think you did a, you did a great job this week. Uh, let's go ahead and finish up the show here. Uh, if you want to stay involved in the YKS universe, you can, of course. Follow uh, us on Twitter uh, at your Kickstarter, and Mike will be sure to read your replies there. Uh, you can also, of course, email us at your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. This week's special YKS uh, email prompt is uh, What makes you cry? Just pulled that uh, randomly, just came out of my I'll head you, fully. What formed. makes me cry is, uh, I mean, I, I guess it goes back to uh, yeah. when I was like a. 16 years old, right? And we'll, new, and we'll, yeah, new in yep, town. And, yep, and, uh, yep, yep. Absolutely. And if you want to go ahead and give us that, uh, give us a call. Dad passed uh, away. And... Yeah. You can give us a ring at 802-359-PISS. That is the real phone line here. That's the YKS hotline. 802-359-PISS. Once again, feel free to call in sober. I've always uh, it's been not... a fat kid, too. This is another problem I've, I've always had, and I don't know how to... Uh, yeah. handle and, and it's not a requirement to be drunk to call in to the hotline uh, finally you uh, if you have some time to leave us a, a five star review on iTunes that helps uh, bump us up gets us in front of more listeners uh, which means we'll, we'll we'll have even more incentive to get on here and give you some of this great YKS content and finally as I mentioned before that's patreon.com slash your kickstarter sucks for bonus episodes are they every single week Yes, and that's me telling the truth. I never, so I think I that's never a, smile is another is another pride. I, I think that that's one of my big. Uh, and this is Jesse uh, signing off here at YKS, and we will see you next time, Mike. Uh, all right. Hey guys, this is Mitch. Uh, I'm calling from uh, uh, Sanctuary Spirits. Uh, we're playing trivia right now, and uh, we don't know the answer to a question, so I thought you guys might know it. Um, so, uh, what was the question? Um, oh, yes. So, uh, United States in 2016 was, got uh, 19% of its power from nuclear energy. Uh, name me uh, four of the 15 teams ahead of it uh, that are more reliant on nuclear energy. Uh, uh, Call me back if you get the chance. Uh, Love the show. Uh, Talk to you guys uh, later.